If you're tired of waiting in line to the coffee shop for fancy coffee, then you need to check out Coffee Toppers Cold Foam, your shortcut to barista-quality beverages at home. No mess, no hassle. Just skip that line and flex your at-home barista skills. Whether you like a little foam or a lot, enhance your coffee or maybe it's tea or soda. So many drink options. They taste amazing with Coffee Toppers Cold Foam. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com or find it at your closest retail location or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's Coffee Toppers we love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original, The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Today's daily highlight from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Yeah, the final season on Netflix with Never Have I Ever debuting on June 8th. Which Such a is bummer. Two days. In two days. Thursday. On Thursday. It is a bummer. You yeah. love it. You love, I love that, that show. I love that show so much. Yeah. Well, my tree, Mama Christians, is, is here. Yes. She, of course, uh, the star of the coming coming of age comedy about the complicated life of a modern day first generation Indian American teenage girl. Oh, so relatable. So, I mean, <laughs> me. did you go say hi to her? I did not. I didn't want to be creepy. <laughs> well, you're too late on that one. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm creepy enough on my own. I don't need to be extra creepy. No, she'll be in in a moment. Okay. Um, I noticed your uh, Nashville hot chicken arrived. It's here, and I can't eat it. Well, we'll eat it in a minute. Okay. But I, I love how you said, oh, I ordered some Nashville hot chicken. And scary, of course, being the food snob, says, oh, where did you order it from? Right. And you gave the name of the place. Yes. He looked at it and went, ooh. He made the puke sound. He made, They only got a 2.3 rating. Blah. Yes. Yeah, it's a red flag when a, a place has a 2.3. But you shouldn't make the blah sound when so. <laughs> well, why do you care? You didn't even order it. I ordered it. That's her breakfast. It, you're like, blah, blah. If I say it's a 2.3, I'm reading a fact, right? So if I'm reading a fact. Adding you, the vomit sound is not fact, though. Yeah. Okay, but had I not had the vomit <laughs> sound, you still would have said, why are you coming down on my food? People do that no, all I wouldn't the time have. in conversation. Why not? I don't know why you pick apart other people's food, though. That's, that's not the nice. That's you weird. can't yuck her yum, as they say. Yeah. Oh, so you're having the... Uh, where is it from? Oh, ooh, ooh, they got a two-point... 
You got an avocado. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and the worst part about it is that he just like, he didn't even just admit, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have done the bleh part. No, no, he has to justify it. I fear for your safety. That's <laughs> I think I'll be okay. All right, we got to move on. We have a guest. We have a guest. Can we fight about this later? Yes, you're not getting any of my chicken. None of it. Okay, so as I said, the final season of Never Have I Ever debuts Thursday on Netflix. Please welcome Maitre Ramakrishna. Yay! Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. Hello. 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 Nice to see you. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Hi. This is Gandhi. Hi. 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 Nice to see you. Before, I love you so much. Oh, thanks. <laughs> before, you, before you get judgy, it, she, her real name is Gandhi. So <laughs> yes. It's her last name. I didn't think that was a like a fake thing. That would oh, be okay. a weird thing to be fake about. Yeah. But. I mean, it's like I'm the gay guy. You, you don't call me like, hey, queen. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> we do sometimes, but you we don't want to know about that. Well, welcome to the show. And, and I know you. both Gandhi and Danielle, Love by the it. way. Um, gosh, you know, they're kind of bumming. This is the last mm-hmm. season. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I really want to see Davey go to college and all of the things that come with it, but okay. It's okay. All good things have to come to an end, right? I promise you it's a good end. It, it yeah. is. And if... Okay. You don't think it who is, I'm sorry. Who do you I'm end sorry. up with? Tell us. I can't tell you that. <laughs> you know you don't want to know that. You well, don't want that We spoiler. know who we want you to end up with. But oh, I don't. Ooh. I'm not sure. I don't no? know. I'm torn. Okay. Yeah. What, then who do you want Davey to end up Paxton. with? Paxton. Okay. No, say it out loud, please. Paxton. Okay. <laughs> loud and proud. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right He's now. He's so cute. I'm telling you right now, it's not Paxton. It's I can, it. I can tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, I'm reading the room. You know, it's weird about the, not only a, like a season finale, but a series finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, Succession ended uh, yeah. last week or whatever. And I watched all four seasons. And I just got fed up halfway through the last season. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, don't, I'm, I watched every single episode except for the finale. Why? And I just went why? online and read the spoilers. Cause why? I just got, <laughs> why? I, I, I think this might be like, I, it, I don't think anyone else in this room right now is... In agreeance with you. I feel no, like we're just... No, no. it's crazy. I, I, was like, I was just fed up with this. Show. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to just read the spoiler. And I did. Mm. And then they said, what? you really should go watch it. So I went back and watched it. And I've regretted it. So you were going to watch it anyway. I ruined it for myself. <laughs> yeah. You did that truly to yourself. Yeah. I did. I totally effed myself on that. <laughs> Everything okay? <laughs> no. Okay. I just want to check up on you. I was hurt as a child in some weird way. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, are you guys going to do the Ted Lasso thing? Like, Ted Lasso ended and they said, well, we could have some other things happening, some spinoffs and stuff. Is that could happen Is that in the Never Have I Ever future? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, not Damn. to my knowledge, genuinely. Like, I, I wish I could give you something more interesting than that, but... That's all in the like you know the hands of people much more powerful than I. I just show up. People that could have us killed. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Hey, so how has life changed since uh, Never Have I Ever debuted back in what four, four seasons ago? Yeah. I mean, how has your life as a woman and as an actor changed? Yeah, it, for you, it, it's changed a lot. I mean, like I went from someone who didn't know they wanted to be an actor to someone who loves acting, and acting is the thing that makes me the happiest in the world. Yeah. Which you know, it's it's just. Where I'm happiest, on set. So, as an actor, I've grown. But, like, as a young woman, I also grew up in the same process. Like, I was 17 when I started. Now I'm 21, so still, like, a gremlin. But, you know, a work in progress, as my mother would say. But I've matured up. Um, Fame is kind of weird. Talk about it. Talk about that. I mean, like, it could be as simple as, like, you know, the, the things of, you know, you have people who are just nice to like my friends and family just to like get weirdly close with me which I hate Mm. but there's also like me 
having to sometimes not dress like an absolute bum when I go out in public and like I can't wear my like stained sweatpants. I think actually my mom would not want me to do that anyway. Yeah. Regardless. If I so was this is the only thing your mom likes about your career. Well, she's finally leaving the house looking presentable. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like nice. She like yeah. combed her hair. Good for her. Yeah. I want to go back to something you said earlier, a, a moment ago. You said yeah. acting is my most favorite thing in the world. What is it about acting? Because every actor has their line. Yeah, yeah. The reason they love it. Why do you love it so much? Honestly, I love like the storytelling, and I love being able to play dress up and play a different character. It. It's just, it's fun to be able to be a small part of a bigger project when someone takes the time to write, you know, a script that probably is influenced by their life. I just feel so honored to help bring that to life. And then in the process, if anyone in you know the audience can relate to the character or see themselves through just me existing, especially as a brown woman, that's great. That just is the cherry on top. I can't ask for any, you know, anything more than that. With four seasons yeah. under your belt, though, I'm working with a Mindy Kaling. I mean, yeah. hey, does it make you want to go that direction and be more of a producer, creator type? writer thing or what i think eventually down the line i'd love to do that that would be awesome i mean i look up to mindy so much i really lucked out with the first boss she is just so cool as a human being and i just respect her a lot but i still want to like continue to act and you know be a funny guy on camera i love comedy i do so i want to do that for a little bit and okay. then eventually you know try to fill in mindy's I love shoes that. I, you seem very very happy with where you are honestly yeah yeah, um, and, and there's nothing. There's no, no reason not to. You, yeah. you got to shout it and let people know. No, because I used to be very miserable. Okay, give me the five reasons why you should be miserable. No, because I mean, it was. I grew up and I was 17 when I started, and that came with a lot of imposter syndrome. It came with a lot of just regular anxieties that a lot of young women and just young people feel of just feeling insecure. You don't feel confident. Suddenly, millions of people around the world are like watching your face and. You know, some people aren't very nice. Some people are, and most people are very lovely, but you know, you aren't very nice to yourself. And then as an actor, you're always freaking out about like, what are you going to do next? What's going to happen next? Because that's what you're constantly being asked. And the industry inherently makes people feel like if you're not doing something, then you're useless. Mm. And that means you belong in the trash and people will, freak, like, will forget about you. Oh, that gosh. energy is very real and it's there. And I have come to a place, though, where I've actively taken steps to not feed into that energy. And I've realized I did 40 episodes of a show that wasn't canceled in, in every single episode. And it's a hit on Netflix. And that was my first job two weeks out of high school. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. I love my trade. To be, to be able to look yourself yeah. in the mirror my tray, and say that to yourself is so important it, 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 it took it, a minute though it, because it, yeah. a lot of my friends and i have to say a lot of my friends and a lot of my family members my loved ones would say that to me and i didn't hear it but now i don't know how it really switched i think it was a process like a stepping stone process but now i'm able to look in the mirror and say it so i couldn't at first wow. you, you know, know what i want everyone listening and we have like 10 million people listening or four cool. or three people i don't know it doesn't matter people but but <laughs> i want everyone to hear what my trace saying is that you got to stop down and start worrying about what's going to happen in an hour from now. Where are you now? And what did you do to get where you are? And don't you deserve where you are? You do. Yeah. You got to celebrate that. I love that. You have to pat yourself on the back. I mean, I was just always so stressed about like, like I would get a crazy cool accomplishment and then I would never sit down and say like, oh, good job, my Trey. Like you did a thing. 
Yay. I would just be like, okay, what's next? Like, okay, people are going to forget about that. And, you know. You never let yourself enjoy the moment. No. And that's not, that's not healthy. Because in the end, we're all going to (laughs) die. I mean, yeah. That is true. (laughs) We're all just immortal. Every day we're one step closer. (laughs) This is the moment we're born. I think I died about a month ago. (laughs) I'm just, this residual thing going. Well, I think outside of just all the things that you've accomplished, because it's such a good show and I love it, you have so much more to be proud of because the representation is so important. I was in high school in the early 2000s and to watch you now going through the same thing, I was like, damn, it's still (laughs) like that. And I felt represented, even though I'm not part of that anymore and it was really important to me and I know that you know being here and being around women here getting that feedback from people saying it's nice to finally see something like me in yeah. the spotlight I'm sure that that is incredible for a lot of people so you should be happy about that one too oh 100% that's definitely something I love about what I do and I understand like representation and never have I ever we really you know we're not perfect but we try our best and we can only represent so many people but we help get one step closer to more representation and opening more doors for more people to say, hey, like, you know, girls that look like me, people that look like me deserve to be like the main character that don't disappear after like one scene and then fade away and you never see them again. The first to be murdered. Yeah, Yeah. Barb. Exactly. (laughs) In a slasher film. Yeah, we're not the Barb. And you made out with Paxton. Don't forget that part. Exactly. Uh, Davey makes out with a lot of people. Well, yeah, no, but uh, we're going to focus on Paxton. Okay. 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 Yes, Yes, ma'am. What's it it like? This is probably just an immature, stupid question, but what's it like to get the license to make out with a hot guy? (laughs) (laughs) To be paid to make out with hot people? But but there are are cameras there. There's a crew watching. Uh I mean, but do you... Do you get a little lost in the kiss? You know what I'm saying? Do you ever get... Um, I think, honestly, I don't think I have um, the answer for you on that one, but you can ask Jaron Lewison and Darren Barnett. Cause <laughs> they they experience that. They're okay. making out with her. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> they, 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 they might have an answer for you. I think they get a little lost in it. Okay, yeah, but... okay all right. You know, all right. So. Just wondering. Because there was a story out yesterday by this uh, the intimacy coach from uh, from Hollywood, and she was talking about guys if they get you know if they they pop a boner they have this thing they wear that keeps them all packed down. It's a thing. Intimacy coordinators are like the coolest people, honestly. They're like stunt coordinators, but for like romance, and they're just hidden in every corner of every scene, like in the closet or just like off to the side. Oh wow! They can just like open up their jackets. They have a million different kinds of breath mints. They have like the pill breath mints. They have like the spray. Like, like a weird like tape thing. It's it's insane. Do they ever stop you and say no? You can't do it that way. That we'll get in trouble. You got to do it this way. Yeah, when, like for one hundred percent, they like talk to one person in the scene and then they talk to the other person in the scene. Make sure everyone like they they know each other's like boundaries and whatnot. So there's a leg- legality wow. thing going on. With them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's honestly really awesome. I think everyone should be able to have intimacy coordinators regardless of if you're young if you're a minor if you know you've been acting for a long time doesn't matter any kind of scene for same-sex couples and then hetero couples everyone should have it just because like they're an ally for you in the room and they can also stop a director and say hey we're gonna take a five minute break i need one in real life Seriously, not, honestly not, i would not, love one in real life not, too. Not, not i need on that set. i need an intimacy <laughs> coordinator in my house <laughs> for sure okay i have a question because this yes. is the one thing that we're all like what the hell 
with the high school castmates, yeah, or the ones who are supposed to be in high school, the kids, the kids yeah. on the show. What is the age spread? Because I know you said you started when you were seventeen, but I know yeah. there are some thirty-year-olds in there. <laughs> you know, they're 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 in there. They're so what's there. what's the spread? The youngest is how old, and the oldest is how old, and they're all playing high schoolers. Um, I so like out of the main cast, I am the youngling. Um, yeah, I I was seventeen and now 20, 21. ended uh, at twenty, and then probably um out of like the main seven. The oldest would then probably be Porna Jagannathan, who plays my mom, Nalini. Um, yeah. After me, it's Jaren. Jaren and I are the closest in age. We're one year apart. Okay. But there and are then, some 30 year olds playing high schoolers, right? Yeah, they're in there. Knew it. Okay. They're in there. <laughs> but you know what? Damn, you know what? I think we know which ones are the 30 year olds. <laughs> yeah. But you'd be surprised at which ones are also the 30 year olds. Okay. Yeah. I feel like some of the the older people are probably thirty, as well as the high schoolers are thirty. I love it. I'm just I'm glad that we know that they're in their thirties because it feels weird when I'm attracted to high schoolers, and then I'm like, oh, like you <laughs> know, what is that? Okay. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they're they're in there, they're in there. But it was just turning us on. Uh, my Trey Ramakrishnan is here, of course. Uh, the final season of Netflix's Never Have I Ever debuts this Thursday, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I kind of learned something as an interviewer from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to stop asking what's next. I, 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 yeah. I, I just want to talk about the now. And I think yeah. and I'm, I, I think that's a great tip for anyone interviewing someone. Why put that, what's next? What do you got going what, on? What are you yeah. playing? Let's just talk about where you are and like how it feels. And that's good enough. And honestly, even if you do ask what's next, there's nothing wrong with that. I've learned to embrace and be confident in my answer to say, I don't know. But I'm actually quite excited about that. Because there was a point in time in my life I didn't know Never Have I Ever was going to happen. I was just in high school, you know, being a regular senior in school, doing my exams, trying to apply for, you know, post-secondary. And then a tweet happened. And then my whole life changed. So uh, Tell that story. A tweet happened. Oh, yeah. That lovely story. I, I honestly love that story. I think one day that should be adapted into a movie or a TV show. But basically, my best friend... Um, who knew how to use Twitter, unlike myself, saw Mindy Kaling's tweet asking people to audition for her show. Anyone could. Like, anyone could just send in a tape. And I was like, okay. I actually almost said no. But I was like, all right, sure, we can hang out. So my best friend and I, we went to our library community center. We made two audition tapes. And then, yeah, the, re- the rest is history. I, like, got a job out of 15,000 people wow. on oh my God, Twitter. Some, something so good came from Twitter. I know. <laughs> something good came out of Twitter. Hold on. I'm having a hard time. That was the last thing. That was the last How many times did they call you back before they actually said you got the part? Okay, so I sent in um, my first couple of tapes, and then a week later I got an email saying, like, hey, can you, like, send in some more? Here are a few new, like, scenes. And I thought the bar was, like, low. I was like, uh, like this is, like, automated response. That's cool. Um, and then a week after that, they asked me to fly down to L.A., which I freaked out because I was like, I don't have money. I don't, I'm don't. i a student, and I don't have a job. But it was all fine. And then they asked me to come down one more time after that. So two trips to L.A., and then two rounds of tapes. And then I waited a month of, like, silence where I was like, well, that was a fun experience. I, like, went on a celebrity tour of, like, homes. And, like, like a, one of those bus tours. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, this is great. My dad and I did the whole thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, I found out wow. that I got it. And all I said was, oh, that's crazy. That's that was it. your reaction? Yeah. And it was just oh, like, that's oh. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Because, like, I don't, I don't have family members or friends in the industry. So I didn't know what to expect. Like, that's all I could give. It was not giving much. But 
it gave something. Who called you? Was it Mindy? Yeah, it was yeah. Mindy and Lang, both you know co-creators of the what show. Call. Wow, that's, that's so awesome. Cool. You yeah. know, one, one of the great things of having Gandhi on the show. You've been with us what two, three years? Almost five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. So we you blanked out for out. three. Yeah, we Time took a couple out for the pandemic. Passes so fast yes. with your best friends. Anyway, uh, having a brown friend in the room mm-hmm. talking about what it's like. Not only her thoughts of how to navigate the world and her journey, but having parents, Indian parents, <laughs> having parents who are Sri Lankan. Right? Sri yeah, Lankan yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something a, a white guy doesn't understand. Yeah. Mm. Having parents yeah. and their expectations of you and what they expect, their expectations on you are so different than what we know. And we're learning more about how great and rich and wonderful your history is mm-hmm. and your genes and all and all, yeah. but I hear stories of Gandhi's parents. Yeah. They should have their own show. <laughs> oh my god, it would get canceled immediately. <laughs> be like, this is they're this outrageous. Is, no, this yeah. is like not acceptable yes. for it would just be like a really bad, bad stand up. You special. can't say that. It's like this is not appropriate. <laughs> exactly. No, I, so your parents say, but how are they feeling about you becoming an actor? Are they, are they totally supportive? Or are they like they're, oh, no, they're, no. they're totally supportive. Okay. I mean, they watch everything and so does my grandma. My grandma's also um Team Ben, actually, so she might have oh, some beef. Okay. To, yeah, 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 she's okay. Team Ben. We'll she go loves at it. We're, me and Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, my family's really like supportive. Um, they've always been team. Like, let's do whatever we can. Great. They've learned along the way with me. I mean, they didn't know how to navigate the industry, so they were also learning and learning how to adapt, how to like you know be on set. And because I was seventeen when the show started, they had like one of them had to be on set, mm. and they didn't want to leave me alone. And I'm very grateful, very, very grateful for them. And my brother, my brother had to navigate it too. So, yeah, every time uh, someone tries to talk to my grandma about me, my grandma gets very short and doesn't say much. She likes to keep all of her information about her lovely granddaughter very, very close. Ah. Yeah, she's like, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, it's okay. I think, I think the the grocery store girl who's just checking you out at the end of the at the end of the aisle just. Wants to say she's a fan, Ma. It's okay. Don't Gandhi, worry. Gandhi, I mean, she comes from a family of of uh, doctors and, I mean, lots of education. And, and Gandhi as well, highly, highly educated. But she's the one that came home one day and said, I'm going to do radio. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, how did, how did your parents latch on to that? They were not as supportive as you seem to be. You know, I mean, they really would have loved for me to go to med school and finish college that way. And my dad said, this is so great. I hope it doesn't stop you from getting a real job, though. And uh, I was like, eh, this is kind of a real job, Dad. And yeah. then when I told him the salary, he said, uh, it's not really a real job. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, they're good now, though. That's and great. I think that what changed was all of their friends started listening and started saying <laughs> things. So then they were kind of more of the thought of oh okay this is a yeah. real job now that i'm here it took a long time yeah i was in other cities before but now that i'm here they're much more supportive now they listen and i hate that <laughs> but they're supportive they're uh, good you know our parents are growing too Absolutely. i mean i'm super super privileged and lucky to have the parents that i do i mean my mom said don't become a doctor because you might kill someone out of lack of patience. So. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I, also, like, I get very like distracted and be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I totally forgot about you." Oh, you you bled out to death. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm very lucky to have yep. the parents that I do. Um, but like, I think I think parents, especially like Asian parents, and I'll speak for like I guess like South Asian, you know, diaspora. I think you know their parents are becoming more open, which is lovely, but. All parents of all different cultures and backgrounds 
are all works in progress. I mean, right. the reason why I think so many people can relate to Never Have I Ever, and especially the family dynamic, is that, yeah, of course, you know, it's a Thummel family and that's great, but it's also just a messy family that has drama like any mm-hmm. like family. I have so many Italian friends that are like, yeah, right. this is, this is very relatable yeah. for me. So, yeah. I love that. It, it, so many people listening right now going, oh my God, she's on to my family. Yeah. yeah, we're all messes. We're all a mess. Yeah, yeah. And, and what you said, uh, parents are a work in progress. I remember, they've heard this story. My father was in his 90s when he passed away. But one of the last things he ever said to me, he said, I'm still scared at things. I don't know everything. He said, all your life, you've put me on this pedestal expecting me to have all the answers. He said, I never really had all the answers. I'm I'm still scared at, at what's going on with my body and what yeah. where my life is going and where it's about to end. He said, that's that's the way it is. Yeah. Being a parent does not come with an instruction manual. No. And yeah. sometimes you get it right and sometimes you get it wrong and you just got to hope you didn't get it so wrong that you messed them up forever. Says the best mom in the world. <laughs> right. Well, not always the best mom in the world. But so, you're a work in progress. You. Yeah, always, yeah. yeah. You know what? You gotta always wake up every day and say, I am a work in progress again today. Otherwise, you mm-hmm. stop your learning, you stop your movement. You exactly. Stop. Yeah. You got it. Having you here is just kind of great. I gotta be oh, honest yes. with you. It's just, <laughs> I, I just, I, my trade, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you for having me. And wherever, wherever the road takes you next, we'll be watching. Thank and, you. and if you ever need anything from us, we're right here in this little building in the middle of this little town yeah. <laughs> with all these balloons. I love these balloons so much. Oh, those, I mean, those are from Balloon Saloon downtown. The mother and daughter that own this company, it's a great story. They've owned it for a thousand years and they're part of the show, the balloons. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh my God. Next time you're downtown, go to Balloon Saloon. Yeah. Okay. I want one single balloon. I just want a big happy face. You can take whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Very Hashtag so. Team Paxton. <laughs> so, uh, Thursday night, so we kick off the final season of Never Have I Ever with my Trey uh, Rami Krishnan. And thank you so much for coming in. And have a great day. Do you like New York? You know, I love New York. Oh, my God. It smells I, a little like urine, but it's okay. I, I was, when I described to my uh, Canadian friends in New York, I, I always say it's like Toronto, but with like slightly weirder smells. <laughs> <Yes>. Slightly weirder. <laughs> slightly. Totally. I mean, I'm trying not to be mean. No, but no, like this questionable, undescribable smells. Oh, wait, we're on in Toronto on Proud. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. For the longest time, I thought iHeartRadio was a Canadian thing because I would always see it in Toronto, and I was like, oh, it's everywhere. Like, yeah. There's other places. It's, it's our secret. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, wow, who knew? Well, go enjoy the city, my Trey, and thanks yeah. for coming to come see us again. Okay. Awesome. Thank, thank you. Guys. We'll be right back. Oh, it's the weekend. Hey, this is Miley Cyrus. Yo, what up? It's the Black Eyed Peas. Hey, this is Selena Gomez with Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Choose the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary.